Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 555. That's the fake area code. Ben Askren astutely pointed out before the show. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined as always by Stephen Kyle Brackey to my direct right. He is the owner of the 3-0 Green Bay Packers. That's right. Congratulations to you. Oh, they're 3-0? No yeah. way. And yeah. wow. joined by Ben Funky Askren, who was once sued by the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> Well, it, was a, it, was, it was a cease and desist. You know? Yeah, we, we stopped. We, we just got to sensationalize it a we little dropped, bit. We dropped the suit. Yeah, <laughs> Kyle dropped the lawsuit. <laughs> so he's just a wrestling coach. You know, let's, let's throw him a bone here. Cooler has prevailed. Yes, that's good. That's, that's a great conclusion there. Hey, it, wrestling stuff all, all around. It's coming. So much is happening. It's who's number one week. Ben is flying to Austin this week. I am. Um, how, how excited are we right now? I get to watch mul- well. I get to watch multiple um, who's number ones because I'll be there for the grappling on Friday. Uh, hopefully, you'll let me in the venue, and then I'll also be there Saturday for the, the high school event. So it should be fun. I'm excited for it. Yeah, it's gonna be out. I, I, it's gonna be so fun. And I talked to Tony Ramos yesterday. I was like, "Do you have someone to sit in your corner?" He's like, "Ah, I'm working." He's like, "I'm working on it." He's like, "I might need." He wants someone. to sit in his corner. Oh, damn! I was, I was like, Ben, Ben would do it. Um, but Nikki Ryan's really good, though. Does he know how good Nikki Ryan is? I, listen, Christian, I, I'm not sure he knows how good Nikki Ryan is. I think he knows. I uh, I think he knows. Because I would have, at the very least, if I was Tony Ramos, I would have, at the very least, said no heel hooks. Just straight up. Like, we he did. Doing, we ain't playing that game. He did. I thought, then, it was, I thought it was over well, rules. He said that, and then okay. they told him, no, there will be heel hooks. So he's like, all right, well, I guess to do this, yeah. I have to allow you look. That's not good. Credit That's to him good. for taking it. It's it's uh it's gonna be difficult, but um he's he's been the underdog before and prevailed. And honestly, a respectable respectable result would be a win in my eyes, at yeah. least. Probably not his, but um if he if he holds his own, that would that would say a lot for someone who's, Dude, who's that would so say novice. a lot. Right? That would say a lot. Absolutely that would say a lot. Yeah, I mean, I don't believe he's ever done a grappling no. competition before in his life. This is literally number one, and you're taking on Nikki Ryan, who's one of the best guys in the game. Yeah, yeah, it's not that's it, a respectable result would be very good. I wouldn't do it. Right. Hey, <laughs> Nikki Ryan called out Bracky. Bracky said, "No, I'm not doing. I'm not interested." <laughs> um, I also heard that uh, Rudis is going to sponsor who's number one, and that's fantastic. You I'm heard correct. I got my. ACDC shirt on. Yes, when I think and, uh, Rudis, I think I think uh, I think rock and roll bands. Well, they actually do. You know what? Rudis is one of the few wrestling Four. bands that do do something cool. They got Rocky, they got Marvel, which I don't get in the comics. They got ACDC. I mean, they, they've done some really cool stuff where a lot of other wrestling brands have kind of not how? done that. And I, what's up? Well, how they got all these 
all these different little lines. They got the wrestling and the com. Yeah. You got comics. You've got Sion Williams. He is the bridge for all this stuff. And has Rudis so much as paid Sion a phone call for to to get him involved? I he can be very helpful. I mean, Sion knows everybody. Sion has to know Tommy and Jesse. I mean, those. I'm Tommy sure he knows Sion Tommy. The same weight class. They're uh, <laughs> roughly the same age. I different think, dimensions. There. <laughs> well. I mean, Tommy's like a string bean. Compared to Sion. Compared to Sion. Seriously. Um, hey, so did, did the kids get the, you know, the swag packs where I know they've gotten that in past years? Because if they get it this year, they're going to be extra excited because Ruiz actually has a whole bunch of cool gear for them, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they are, there's boxes and boxes out front ready to be. Ooh. Up and do I get a do I get a swag pack because you know I know I got plenty of Ruda stuff. But I'm always excited to get a bunch of new gear. Uh probably not. I don't think they sent. I mean, to, I think they just sent it for the kids. Maybe Why don't you just talk to them. I'm yeah, sure they'll make man, you don't more. Don't you work stuff. with them? You have a a lot clearer path to get Ruda's gear than than. Bracky, did you get one? I I usually do not get one. No. Every now oh, and then man. I'm able to swipe an extra shirt or pair of shorts that. They like sin as extras or, but uh, usually no. One time a brand that is not Rudis sponsored something that was flow and they gave out a bunch of stuff. And then the next day they said, Hey, you can't have any of this. Give it all back. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. When? Why? It was between today and 12 years ago. I won't say who, when, or what. No, no, but, but what, what, I, just, I don't even know who it was. I just wanted to know what the reason shoes, was. Oh, the reason, I, they were not supposed to give it out. They were like, ah, uh, yeah, we're not supposed to give this what out. What do you actually. mean? Well, like, like there was extra higher stuff. up in the company? Someone up higher in the company came back and said, no, 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 give it back, or what? Yeah, there's like a miscommunication or something. Oh, my God. It was pretty, <laughs> it was kind of funny. Dude. That that's the point where you got you got to eat it. You once you give something out, you can't take it back. That, that ain't I, right. I claim no take backs. It it held a, it did not hold up. It didn't matter. You should you should have made them fight you for it. They wouldn't have done that. Yeah, they don't <laughs> they don't want those problems. That's for sure. I, I am feared by all. Hey, I forgot to mention before we get to who's number one. The eight man is full. It is full. We oh, have our yeah. final four. We didn't announce that till after FRL, I believe. I don't even remember. It was Friday. Typical. Friday news, typical Friday news dump. No, I didn't like the Friday news dump for good news, but that's just the way it worked out. So the final four have been announced. Uh, it's Keith Gavin, Miles Martin, Shakur Rashid, and Taylor Lujan. Then your initial reaction. Well, I already called it on Twitter. I called the old guys. Got Gavin versus Dean in the finals, baby. I mean, this is unless we do the way the you know the the. the show where they get to pick their opponents and they somehow end up on that same side, then that won't be the case. But other than that, I'm cheering for the old guys. Let's go. Let's go oldies. I, I've only talked to you and one other person and we all three feel the same that, that Keith and Gabe are going to be the, uh, are, are our picks. Wow. And here's my thought. I feel like Gabe Dean, um, you know, we know he's, he's still very much in his athletic prime. He just happened to retire yeah. quite young from competition, but for Keith Gavin, I don't know if, if you guys really know Keith or I don't claim to know him that well, but for him to throw his hat in the ring says a lot. Cause this is a very humble down to earth guy. So to me, for him to just entertain the thought says Keith is still very much wrestling really, really well. That's, that's how I took him throwing his hat in the ring. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's, he's like one year younger than me, right? Cause uh, yeah, I wrestled him when he was a junior and I was a mm -hmm. senior. 
Um, so you know he's 35. He's not super young, but he competed quite a you know quite a while um, through 16 and through 16, right? So he would have been what? It's four years ago. 31, 31 when he kind of hung it up. Um, you know he was always really competitive, always really high up on the chart. Made a team or two. Um, yeah, I would say he's still competitive. And you know when I see this field, he, he he's got some really good tricks, and I, I think some of these guys might fall for some of his tricks. I I think he's so savvy, and his name his game was never about athleticism. It was always about tactics no. and position and being really slick. And I I think against a lot of these guys, he's um, he's going to have an advantage. Now, I th- I think that the, the pecking order, as I see it, what's well, interesting because I would say probably Gavin, Gabe, Miles, Martin, but Sammy Brooks, Loki has n- never lost to Miles Martin, to my knowledge. I think he's beaten him every time. Never lost to Miles Martin. Right. Yeah. So wow. that's that's an interesting wrinkle where I think everyone would probably pick Miles to finish higher. If they hit head to head, that's a that's a really interesting wrinkle. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I don't really know what Miles versus Keith or Miles versus versus Gabe looks like. Um, you know, I, I could see. I, I could, think that's a tough matchup for 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 Gabe or for Keith against Gabe Dean. No, no, no. I'm t- um, Miles Martin versus oh. Keith and Miles Martin versus Gabe. Those. Well, ones, I know what it looks like uh, against Gabe Dean. Traditionally, he's he's beaten him soundly when they've wrestled. Yeah, yeah. So, um, are we actually gonna do the Pick'em Show, uh, Christian, I, or are we? I'm open. We, we need them. I have, I need two things. Uh, I was just gonna ask you off air, but I'll just ask you right now. One more fun. One, we have to do a test where you run it as the thing, right? Like a test. Let's do it this t- Friday. Okay. Yeah, I'm in town. Yeah, we'll do it while you're in town. We'll get it. We'll get the gang together. We'll do that. <laughs> but two, I feel like you gotta. I need you to like make sure the guys are on board. They want to do it. They'll be excited about it. They're not just gonna, you know. I, I could see some of them not being all that intrigued by this idea. Well, I mean, but here's the simplicity of the idea, and this is something wrestling people struggle with. Okay, and listen, if it doesn't do well, right, Chris? I said, if it does well, we just keep doing it, right? If it doesn't do well, then we just don't do it again. And ideally, we'll be doing a bunch of these. Here's what yes. wrestling people need to understand. If this does well, we will do it again and again and again and again. If it does poorly, we will not do it again. And so you think what total prize money is $41,500 right, is total prize money. So you're, you're going to put $41,500 into the pot for these wrestlers to grab in some way, shape, or form. Now, if you could do that a whole bunch of times per year, that's going to add up to a lot of money. If you can't do that, so essentially what they're what they're doing if they don't want to promote this is they're taking money out of their own pocket. Right? I mean, Flo is ideally gonna make money off the, the venture also. That that's how business works. But wrestlers, there's no there's no no one else throwing tournaments every other weekend for forty one thousand five hundred dollars. I mean Right. They, it's in their best interest to try to promote it. And if they don't realize that, then man, that's and that's something wrestling people need to figure out. Well, I, I don't think that liking this idea and promoting it are mutually exclusive you might you might not think this is the greatest way to pick the bracket and they would prefer hey and right what do we we rail all the time about uww seating right in the random draw and that you know we don't like that well, that's for a world title well i mean listen in, in 
there are many years a world title wasn't worth twenty thousand dollars. You know, so I mean, it's, I don't, I don't it's, think it ever is. Is it? Well, in in America, it is. Well, that's, that's charity. Okay. Well, <laughs> this call, is business. Call it what you want. The business. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's real. Yeah, it's not for a world title. It's for something that you know is materially really important to people. So, you know, you start messing around with that, it may not be. You know, appreciate. Yeah, I mean. I, I just I think the wrestling community struggles to under you know understand that idea of promotion and business and what makes money and that if it does make money companies are going to invest more money into it. People really struggle that and they need to get it. It's you know it's like when you're coaching a wrestler Christian and they can't get out of the effing leg ride and you know what doing it in practice is miserable. But listen, if you want to get better, if you want to succeed, you're going to get in there and, and get leg ridden so you figure out how to get out of it. It's All really right. that simple. We're gonna give you their information. You're gonna you're gonna get these guys fired up for the idea. We're gonna test it, then we're gonna do it. I'm committed to doing it. I'm I'm committed to trying it. it. Okay. So we'll we'll see what brackets we wind up with. It would be fun to like seed it as well, but we won't do that because then that'll be even stranger. Seeding okay. this would actually be kind of hard to get something reasonable, Christian. So actually, this is a really good yeah. one because you know Keith and Gabe haven't competed against most of these guys. And so where you're actually going to put those two in the bracket, I think would be very contentious. Um, it, you know, if you put them one, two, which I think you could very much make the argument to put them one, two, but I believe that would be very contentious with, with the other guys. Guys uh, like Lujan and Shakur have very limited freestyle ledgers to my, to my knowledge. Yeah. Um, but you know, a guy like, uh, you know, Nate Jackson, and Miles Martin, yeah. who've had some reasonable, you know, they haven't won the U S open or anything, but they've had some, reasonable freestyle success recently um same with sammy brooks and so well if you say well yeah but gabe's a two-time NCAA champion and keith was a world team member so we're gonna put them number one and two but you know i mean like if i'm if i'm one of those other guys i mentioned like yeah but they're freaking old and they haven't wrestled in a while they don't get to go number one and two this is crap yeah I mean? that's what i'm saying yes there there would definitely be uh it, you wouldn't be able to seed it perfectly that's for sure you wouldn't be able to have like no. a criteria um so okay senior nationals one apparently according to kyle bracky as of this morning as of whenever senior nationals is plus two i did not make this ruling usa wrestling announced this uh later in the week last week why did they wait this long to do it i mean we're very literally two weeks out of the competition less than two weeks out of the competition they've had it announced for a while why did they just decide to do plus two that's ridiculous I think maybe to get more entries. I think that's what it was. You I, really I, think that gets more entries? Well, I don't know. What 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 other reason would would it be? I think people would be pretty people pumped saying, about getting plus two kilos. People are saying pounds. I'm not going to wrestle over four pounds. Come on, you chickens! I don't know. Fifty-seven kilograms, four four point four goes a long way. That's a lot of chicken, in fact. If you were on the fence about it, this could swing it. I get sure. I guess. I guess. I don't know. That's. It just seems unprofessional for me to announce that you're going to have a U.S. Open, which is allegedly supposed to be a prestigious event, and then two weeks out from it, you're going to say, "Nah, nah, nah. We're changing the weight classes. We're going to give you two kilograms." Am I, I incorrect like that. that the Open had uh, allowances at different points in time? My knowledge, the Open always was scratch. I don't okay. remember a time when there was an allowance on it. I could be wrong. I didn't weigh in every year. I didn't pay attention every year, so I could be wrong. You did satellite weigh-ins a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I just, 
I didn't wrestle. I didn't go. I wasn't coaching anyone, you know? I know. Uh, <laughs> so, but more people have entered. It's looking fairly interesting. Um, I'm, I've got it pulled up here. So, Vito, Zane, Pirelli, Jacob Camacho, Brandon Courtney, Jackson, Henson kind of round out 57. Obviously, seeing uh, Vito back in the mix is good. Oh. He's he's had a pretty busy uh, off season, wrestling at our event, and then it beat the streets. Yep. Six... He, didn't, he didn't wrestle. Beat the streets. Oh, that's well, right. He didn't schedule scheduled to scheduled. Yeah, that's right. He got hurt. I guess he's not hurt or super hurt, which is nice. Uh, Sixty five: McKenna Henderson, Dean Heil, Luke Pletcher, Sean Fawes. Happy to see him eating. Earl Hall, Nick Dardanes, Yaya Thomas, Carter Young, high schooler in the mix. Wow. Not the only high schooler we'll see no. either. No. He's uh yeah, he's on the big board, uh committed to Northwestern at the moment. Nice. Seventy four, Anthony Valencia, Ryan Deacon, Evan Wick, Hayden Hiley, Joey Lavalley, Colin Purinton, AC Headley, and Quentin Perez, and Patty Gallagher. How about that? Yeah, who's uh, number one that, in senior nationals? Back to back weekends, right? Yes. Who's he because Kyle Valencia is wrestling Facundo. Who's Gallagher wrestling? Mastro Giovanni. Oh yeah, that'd be a good one. Nice. Yes. Eighty six. Yeah, I mean, I, I, go ahead. So uh, with these high school guys, in obviously, usually you know it, you almost never see that because there's a junior open going on at a similar time frame. Um, right, they're usually side by side at, at the U at, ugh, in Vegas. Yeah, um, man. But with my guys, I've been really like thinking about this because Wisconsin, they're going to allow a maximum of quads this year. And so I've really been pushing my guys. Like we we need to go get more matches this fall. Like you guys need to find competition opportunities. So I like that these guys are hopping in. You know, hopping in this event. Um, worst case, they get some experience. Best case, they 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 show out and they you know they beat a couple older guys. Yeah, I mean, Patty's someone that's not going to get, like, physically overwhelmed, I don't think. He'll get outskilled, yeah. and, you know, there will be some stronger guys there, but he's not – he's a pretty physically imposing high school kid. Do you, What's Keegan's plan? Do you know what he's going to do for – is he going to try to make a world team? I believe, yeah, I believe he's also in, in the junior trials. Nice. That'll be good. Mm-hmm. 74, I guess. Uh – I don't know if he's got bigger. I think he, I mean, he was, in the, when it was in April, he was planning on doing 70. Oh. Um, I don't know if he's gotten bigger. Uh, and I would say when he left for college, it was going to be 70. I haven't talked to him about weight class specifically since he was okay. gone. All right. Mm-hmm. Got it. Noted. Okay. 86. This may be the most loaded one. Miles Martin, Gabe Dean, Max Dean, David McFadden. He's eating good in philadelphia <laughs> my goodness hunter bolin trent Hydley. does that interest you at all benjamin Askren? uh well it's interesting i and i listen drew foster and taylor lujan are going to wrestle in this also they're just from right up the road that that's going to happen i'm sure oh, we'll yeah? see a lot more entries yeah well, I mean, so? come on they're an hour away why wouldn't they if they don't wrestle don't listen, I'm a, it's in joy, iowa city have you have you how many ha- iowa hawkeyes do you see registered they're going to wrestle if they don't wrestle, listen, you need comp- This Don't make me start going off what I went off of my You guys, you can practice all you want. At the end of the day, you need some competition to get better. Now, you don't need to, you know, this is where I, you don't need, as a third grader, you, need to, you don't need to get 100 matches. But if you're a high school kid, if you're just making your debut or, you know, transition to senior level, 
you need to get some matches. You need to get some co- real, real competition. You haven't had none of these guys. Have we've had a total of like twenty wrestling matches in the last seven months? I mean, very yeah. literally twenty wrestling matches total. There have not been a lot. These guys want to get better. Competing is part of getting better, one hundred percent. And so, yes, they do need to compete because then we go, okay, well, after this, what do they got? Okay, well, some of them could do U twenty threes and junior trials. There's no open tournaments. There's nothing till January first. I mean, so what are they going to get? 10 matches from freaking March to December 31st. That's a nine-month window where you're going to get a total of possibly 10, you know, 10 matches. They need to and wrestle. Less for your red shirts, too, because they can't do anything. If you're, you're not you mean, Well, you mean after January. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, those guys are going to be doing nothing, nothing, right? That would be like a whole year, Christian, where they get 10 matches. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so we'll we'll see. I mean, they haven't registered yet. I don't know. They've, they're I, going registered. I mean, I thought I heard, and you know, I I don't try to get too involved in the lives of the, my AWA kids that go to college. But I, I thought I heard Parker was going to wrestle, and that you know, obviously that's a Northern Iowa guy. And, yeah, you know, right up the road. Not not a big trip. Just you know, cruise on down there and go. Yeah. Well, uh, as far as eighty six goes, this is a. A really, I mean, Gabe Dean. What is he? Is he like, all right, I want to really wrestle, or is he? Is this a? Do you think he's like, maybe I'll see if I can come back, or is this just I need a tune up because I really want to win twenty thousand yeah. dollars. I think that's it. I think he wants to win some twenty grand, so he wants to get you know warmed up and ready to rumble. I love it. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. I love it. Yeah, that's great. Get a little sneak peek, um, at, at Gabe Dean. Hopefully, he avoids his brother. I want to see brothers wrestle each other. All of that is kind of juicy. Remember when the the Paulsons had to wrestle at something? I can't remember if it was an Didn't open. They forfeited or... to each other. Didn't they forfeit to each other? They one time they they finally had to wrestle. I forget what it was. I really? I, yes, I think they wrestled. Oh, I don't remember that. Could be wrong. I think Trent won. But really? I think so. Oh, I'm, Becky, I, Becky I'm curious what up. they would have wrestled at. Why they would have actually had to like compete against each other. At some point, I, I, I well, mean, Travis was trying to go 66. No, um, Trent was 66. Travis never went 66. Okay, one of them. Listen, yeah. I get them mixed up sometimes. Trent, Trent, did go, Trent did go 66. Didn't he make a world team in 66? Yes. Which, well, oh they had God, to wrestle because they made uh, the world team trials challenge finals in yeah. 2010. 2010. Didn't you wrestle in this one in 2010? Yeah, but they weren't the same weight. I thought he wrestled Trent and Andrew. 74 kilos. Yeah, we're watching the match, Ben. I'm watching it. Sorry. They're twins wrestling each other. Okay. They look the same. One has slightly oh, that's, longer is, hair. That's the challenge finals. And then in the final final, one wrestled how or no? It, in 2010, I think that's who it would have been, ah. yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, because those, those guys, I mean, Absolutely right, not. We're from the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> so the, no, they're, they're on the planes. Those guys were doing it. Um, those guys were doing the forfeit thing to each other, um, you know, since we were kids, right? You know, like 15, 16 year old cadet Northern Plains, I believe one of them forfeited the other one in the finals or something. Closeouts. I think but, Travis won. Yeah. So it was, uh, so they had to wrestle in this one. So that happened. Okay, but Gabe and Max are not identical twins. David sure. McFadden, he's up there. Trent, uh, man, I, I think this is a fire. Fire weight for sure. And if you get Luhan I never, and Foster in the mix here. Did you ever picture um, 
Dave McFadden is being big for 165? Because I didn't really ever picture that. No. Well, he went 74. His... But didn't he get bumped up by Makai? Yes. I thought, it was for, I thought he was forced to go up, not he wanted to go up. That's he what I said. What? I said he beat him. I know, and he doesn't remember. Tell him. Tell him. <laughs> what? Travis literally beat you to set up the match with Trent, and you don't remember? Oh, yeah. Travis beat me. Yes. I know. Um, I just didn't find it funny that you don't remember. <laughs> well, I think I, I think I, okay, literally, I think I left that tournament when I lost. I'm pretty sure I left. I literally fought in the Bellator tournament final five days after that event. So I like think when I lost to Travis, I think I like got in my car and I drove back to Kansas City because I had to weigh in like three days later. Mm. <laughs> oh my! So God. I don't. I literally. I literally don't think I stayed to watch the final because I. I think I had Nick Marable who was. I brought Nick Marable in to train. So, so for that 2010, I had, I had the Bellator semi. You know, it was the tournament. So you did three tur- three matches in three months. So I had the semifinal in May. You know, May 20 or whatever. And then I had that was like June 10, and I think the final was like June 15. So I brought Nick, I paid for Nick Marable to come in and train with me to get ready for the world team trials. And then when I lost to Travis, I would have had to wrestle Nick in the wrestle back. Cause I just said, hey, you know, Nick, I'm not gonna wrestle you. You can have it. Um, I'm probably not gonna wrestle ever again. And I didn't wrestle ever again. And I think I, I'm almost 100% certain that I just left and I went to Kansas City because I had to fight like four days later, no, five days later. Yeah, I remember you, you put something out. Afterwards, I don't know if it was an interview or you wrote something down like I I now know I can't just if I want to really wrestle, I have to yeah. be full time into it. I can't just show up. Yeah, you can't. You can't be part time and, and win at the highest levels. But you thought you could uh, up till that point. You thought it was a possibility, right? Youth, youthful arrogance, right? I mean, that's yeah. why that's like when Pico says he's going to do it. I'm like, eh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like I made a team, right? I made a team in 2008 and I was wrestling not i wasn't wrestling every day but i was i was in the room very frequently and i was wrestling quite a bit um and i thought hey i can go you know i beat these guys before i can go back and make the team and, and i couldn't do it and so you know when pico says he's gonna do it or some of these other guys that are in mma say they do it i'm like eh I'm, maybe i don't want to say it's impossible but i just don't think that's gonna happen yeah yeah very tough yeah there's By a the way, difference i mean travis went on to but, beat how yeah, wow. made the team that year, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. What year did Hal make the team? Did he never make a I mean, team? He, must have never, he never made it because Dustin Slater made it in 2009. Yes, and then 11 I was, was JB. Eight. So Hal never made a team. Yeah, I thought he made, never made I thought team. he made the team in 10. He lost to Paul. He, he made three finals in a row then because he made 10, 11, and 12. He was in the finals every year, right? Yeah. Who was in the finals in nine? Wasn't he? Yeah. No. It was either him or it was either him or Paulson lost to Schlater. I think he, I think Paulson lost to Schlater in 09. That was it. Paulson made or Schlater made that team all he won every ball draw. It was just like four <laughs> That was crazy, wasn't it? Was it? Four, four scoreless periods and he won the ball draw every time. I'm pretty sure I'm remembering that correctly. Wow. Yeah. Dang. On time. Yeah, hey, I was second. So, uh in 2010, 11 World Team Trials, and then lost to Burroughs in the Olympic Trials in 2012. Man. Wow. What a so beast. Um, hey, so this guy in the chat who I, I don't know if he's in validity, but he says, Brands will not send any of his kids that are still in college per U of Iowa guidelines. Hmm. So is there a specific uh, 
guideline that says that college kids can't wrestle in this tournament or what what's he citing i, I don't that? know but it's probably a school by school decision honestly aren't they wrestling in their thing ironman's wrestling uh it could be like yeah, on their the, campus um, though was because it's, it's no that's honor- not on their campus that they're both at the same venue they're both at that that new one that they got down at um oh well then that makes no uh, sense they're yeah, both in the well, same town um, How yeah, I don't know. How does make any sense at all? Are they going to wrestle? So far, they've announced Kimmer and Ironman are wrestling Tommy Gant and Kinchikishvili. Mm-hmm. But so those that's are college, at least, that's at those least, are college yeah, guys. Multiple college kids. Yeah, that guy might have made up. talking about? Per, he might have made it up, or maybe he thought maybe he heard rumor mill or something. I don't know, but it doesn't make sense that, or maybe he's, or maybe it's well, true. I, I but believe... It doesn't make sense that one would be in violation of U of I University of Iowa guidelines and the other wouldn't. So Ben Johnson's now saying can't wrestle till November first because it's a college Oh, college and guys. that's their events in November, so maybe it's that. But that's not true because college guys have that's been wrestling true. and are wrestling at yeah. senior nationals in two weeks. But one thing we do know, reattack, every school has different rules. Because all <laughs> the rules are <laughs> fake and made up. It's literally what's that show? Um, the whose point, line, is it, whose line is it anyway? That's NCAA rules. The Wait, rules are made I, what up. happens in that show? So it's like an improv comedy show, and they give out. Okay. Um, Drew Carey hosted it. it was, I used to. Lo- it was watch hilarious. It. Oh, I loved it. And anyways, that one of the mottos or the, like themes they said, "Welcome to whose line is it anyway?" Where the points are made up and, and they the don't sc- matter. The scores yeah. don't matter or whatever. And ba- basically, they would give out fa- they would give out points for who was funnier, basically, but. So basically, that's that's how NCAA rules are are um, enforced. They're just kind of made up. Points don't matter. Yeah, rules don't matter. I mean, do you, would you think you'd at least be able to cite like, well, hey, there's like 17 college guys that wrestled in this event right over here. Why can't we do it? Yeah, yeah. The show where everything's because made up and the points don't matter. Everything's made up and the points don't matter. That is NCAA rules. Yeah, because now this is this is multiple events that college guys have wrestled in. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Jeez. Um, wow. Okay. So Northern Iowa, someone maybe got to their compliance director and said they're good to go. We don't know. Could be anything. Yeah. Who, this is. Yes, yeah, because this is wild. Well, I, I, but I thought it was. Well, I guess because it's not qualifying for world championships, even though it's a senior nationals. Is that good? I mean. Because that was a that was a, a, a rule that you guys cited um, when we were talking about it a long time ago, right? Yeah, um, yeah. It doesn't qualify you for anything, so that doesn't help. That that could be part of it. Why didn't you say wrestling? Just say it's a qualifier, and then just not go. That's simple. Solves everyone's issue. What do you mean? <laughs> How could it be a well? USA Wrestling just pulls one over the NCAA's eyes and says this is a qualifier. For the world championships, and then we're good to forever to wrestle. I don't see USA wrestling doing that. That doesn't seem. I don't very see why smart. not. It doesn't Great seem idea. smart. It seems sort of. What do you mean? It's an outstanding idea. The NCAA. No, because then rules. other guys. USA wrestling. Other guys would what? be like, "No, you told the NCAA this was a qualifier so for me now, to get in the Olympic trials. So now you have to let me in the Olympic trials." That's how you get. That's how you get our boy Eric Hinckley in the dang hey. in the dang Olympic trials. Stop it. I'm saying. Stop picking on Eric. Yeah. Uh, listen. Our man's in the chat this morning. I know he is. Good, I had the, Good morning to Eric. He uh he didn't know about the two kilo. I made his day. 
Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know where to go now. <laughs> Apologize. I'm not sorry. Listen, I don't want to create some... I want the the best of the best at the Olympic trials, and should he is the best of the best. And if yeah, and if he proves that, then I'll be happy to have him. In. But I don't want some backdoor channel because they put out something that said is a qualifier and it's not a qualifier, and then you know, next thing. Yeah, we're, yeah. Well, I listen. I would just say, listen, we're going to do the world championships in Serbia or some some crap, and then just say, oh, sorry, we can't go, and then we're golden because everyone can wrestle. I think that's a pretty smart move. All right, all right. Um, yeah, double stamp a triple stamp. You cannot. That's true. And that's probably in the NCAA rule book as well. <laughs> All right. Brief news. Didn't know about this till la- it's kind of slipped under the radar. Manny Rivera steps down at Cal State Bakersfield. Luke Smith named the interim coach. That uh, yeah. threw me I- off a little bit there. This is not a good time my- to step down. Step down from step down. Well, um, no, gone. it's actually not bad. So I reached out to my buddy Luke Smith. You know, Luke and I have been friends for a very, very long period of time. Uh, I think freshman, sophomore year, high school, somewhere around there. Um, and he said that Manius has a really good opportunity for business uh, back in Minnesota. And so him and his family moved back to Minnesota. And um, oh, something he couldn't pass up. Yeah, so that's good what he for told him. me. So he's getting named the interim head coach. He's hoping to be named, you know, the full-time head coach. Uh I think they're going through some type of interview process. So Luke Smith also went to Central Michigan, like the other Luke Smith. Yes. That's not this Luke Smith. Yes, the there m- were two Luke Smiths right in the same era, also. Yes. Yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. That was bizarre. It was very bizarre. Now, Lightning Luke Smith. Uh, you know, he was a little uh, like one one twelve pounder, one three pounder, <clears throat> j- jacked up, pinned everyone at three quarter Nelson in high school. Uh, good. good, good. <laughs> Good at Greco and freestyle. I believe he won a Fargo title. If not, he was in the finals. I don't remember which style though, freestyle Greco. Okay. Yeah. Um Titans. So all right. Who's number one week? Ben, you've been uh studying up. I've been I've been studying up because I'm I'm gonna be calling these matches. Been watching a ton of matches. Curious for, for some of the ones you want to talk about specifically. Uh well the three that I really watched were Kyle and Kundo, um, Mendez, and Jordan Williams, and oh dang, who, oh, Figueroa and Drake Al were the three that I kind of I kind of watched a whole bunch of those guys. So okay. those would be the three. You know, I, I I made an excuse to you guys last week that usually, you know, these guys who are in this event, I will see a lot of them between the UW Cadets, UWW Juniors, Fargo Junior Duels. I'll see a lot of them. So by the time we get to who's number one, I have a good idea of you know what these guys do, and, and I didn't get any of that this year. So, you know, I had to, I had to watch some film. Yes. Um, so let's start with Facundo Kyle because that's going to be the, the headliner, the final match. Let's start, start with yeah. the Heat. In, in your – I want to compare notes. What are your thoughts on this matchup? Okay. What do you think well, it comes they, down they to? Wrestled, they wrestled at the 2019 USA Folkestone National Finals, and it was a one-point match, but – uh, and I vaguely remember seeing it. I think I was coaching also, kind of slightly paying attention. But Akunda um, was close to a whole bunch of takedowns. He was the aggressor in the match. Um, he got close to a handful of takedowns. I don't really believe Kyle got close to a takedown, uh, maybe a little bit at the end. And so, um, man, I, I think there's just too many attacks from Fakuno. He's just too solid with his positioning that I, I think he gets a W. Obviously, that's that's been 18 months now, so maybe – 
Kyle's made some really strong improvements, and you know we just haven't seen those yet. Yeah, I I uh, I think there's a few areas where Facundo could match up really well. Like I I've seen other opponents against Kyle wrestle him really well with an underhook, and Facundo will use a, a right side underhook sometimes to set up his single leg. I think he could have good success there. I think Kyle, he is um, he, he likes to operate from space and kind of shoot yep. under and ask questions later. And I yep. don't I don't see that being uh, a recipe for finishing against Facundo personally. I think the mat yeah, is agree. probably a wash. So I think it comes down to and I think Facundo is a a much cleaner finisher of leg attacks right and but his attacks, he did struggle the first time he only finished one takedown in that first match but one thing is you know where the attack is basically coming you know which side is coming he could hit the duck to the right side but basically the 80 percent 90 percent of his attacks are that are that single leg so yeah kyle's kyle has a decent defense that could really stop him but i think Facundo has more consistent offense, and I think that's gonna gonna serve him in this match. I think it's I think it's a probably a one to two takedown match. I don't see this being a a shootout type of thing. I think it's I think it's a controlled controlled victory for for Facundo. But man, I, yeah, Kyle's Kyle the the match that gives me pause in my prediction is Kyle's win over Gallagher at Doc B. I thought. Did you watch uh, Kyle versus Gallagher at? Argo, I watched that one too. No. That match was like one of the best matches of the tournament. It was it was wild, but Kyle crapped the bed. He was up eleven to seven oh, with yeah. criteria with like fifty that. seconds left, and Gallagher got I think it was three takedowns in the last fifty seconds to win the match. Yeah, so he, right is that right, Kyle? Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. I remember that now that oh. you bring it up. Um, I don't remember. That. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't oh, think pace. I don't think pace will. Would co- become uh, as much of a factor as it did in that match. It's my opinion. I don't know if yeah, I don't going to bring him to that place. I don't feel like Gallagher gassed him out. I feel like I feel like, um, and this happens a lot in freestyle because points can be scored so quickly. Is that Kyle just felt like I got the lead. I'm in charge. I just got to not f this up. And then by doing that, you give him one takedown, and then all of a sudden. You know, now there's 30 seconds left, and you're up by two points. You know, you don't see what I'm saying, and it kind of just snowballs because mm-hmm. you could in freestyle, you could score six points really quickly, um, and that's kind of what happened. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to go back and rewatch that one because it's it's definitely been a while. Okay. Now, the other thing, oh, wait, let me ask you this question about yeah. Kyle because I don't know, I don't know the exact answer. I will tell you this: one one flow nationals, Mister Valencia Ruben. Said, listen, Ben, I want to buy you a beer. I want to sit down and talk about this crap you've been talking about on Facebook uh, about kids getting better later. And I said, well, I don't drink, but I'd love to sit down and chat with you. You know? So we sat down and he said, you know, they're they're only going to be good if they can win Tulsa when they're eight or something, or something crazy like that. Because Anthony and Zahid both did. And, you know, I defended my point of view, which is that they can get better much later. And we went round and round. I, I, I didn't prove anything to him. He didn't prove anything to me. You know, we had a good conversation. It was a lot of fun. He's a smart guy. And then, like, two years later, he goes, Ben, I take back everything I said because Kyle just started wrestling. <laughs> He's already, like, you know, top five in the country. And so, you know, he didn't start wrestling till I want to say, seventh or eighth grade. Is is that correct? I mean, what? you guys followed that age. 
Kyle didn't start wrestling. That was the that was what he said. Ruben said to me, he didn't start wrestling until much later. And so, if that is true, and that's what I'm pretty sure that I heard, if that is true, then the trajectory could be different, right? The fact that we haven't seen him in nine months, he could, you know, if he's going like yeah. this, it could be a big jump since March. We haven't seen him since March. It could be a huge jump since then. That's a good point. I, I don't know. I I don't know when he started wrestling, but. Uh... He has taken big jumps. I think a couple of years ago at Fargo, I'm not sure he placed in freestyle. Um, and so he, he's made big strides in a pretty quick period of time. He's got, yeah. he, he, he reminds me more of Anthony than Zahid, the way he wrestles. Um, he's got that slide by that Anthony hits really consistently. It's really nice. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. if, if he's only been competing since seventh grade, that's really. That's pretty insane. And now he's, you know, the number one guy in the country. Certainly in that category. Yeah. What's what's the other interesting thing is where the heck's this kid gonna go to school? He's got like Well he's, he's he can't visit anywhere. Because he's gotta shut down. It'd be tough to narrow it down. Maybe he'll come to UT. I mean, he's gonna visit UT. You'd have you'd have to think that um you'd have to think that Arizona State's the front runner, wouldn't you? I don't know if they were the front runner. I mean, wouldn't what? these those kids? Well, think of think about this, man. Um, well, both his brothers went there, and then Richie committed really early. Kate Olivas committed really early. The fact mm-hmm. that he hasn't yet, and is kind of my thought. Well, Zahid's he, he still still there, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Do you think it helps helps Arizona State that Richie Figueroa can't visit anywhere else? Yeah, yeah, that helps. He has two visits left. He vi- but he was he, I was there in in Columbus when he he visited Ohio State, so he did the full thing then. So he's at least been there. That was last fall. Has, has he been to State College? No, he's not. I do not That's believe good. so. Keep, no. keep him out of there. Don't, do not let Kale in his presence. <laughs> I believe he's been to Arizona State, Michigan, and Ohio State. You know, for I, other college wrestling coaches, Kale's probably like that guy. You know that one guy that was on your college team that always was like, "Dude, don't leave your girlfriend alone around that dude." He's like the boogeyman. No, that for dude real. will try to pull some moves on your girlfriend. Like Mr. Steal your girl. Yeah, Mr. Steal your <laughs> commit. Like, Mr. Steal your verbal. He don't care. He's coming. Yeah. I mean, he really he's, is. He's the best in the game by, by far. He's the best <laughs> recruiter there is. And yeah, until he'll have the last word, I'm sure. He'll have an opportunity. Um, How? He can't go there. Things can't go to Penn State. He'll figure it out. Meet, he'll figure it gonna out. Are they going to meet behind a mountain in Utah or something or what? Uh, January 2nd. January 2nd. They're going to let him recruit in well, January? R- no. Well, I mean, right now, the dead period ends January 1. So January, but but isn't there a mandatory dead period in the middle there somewhere, anyways? Well, that could be amended now. Right. That the, yeah, in light of I, the whole thing. Right. I right. wouldn't be surprised if they they change things up. Uh, but I mean, Figueroa could sign in uh, my November, is, but I don't think that's going to happen. Here's my thought: Richie's got probably a full boat waiting for him wherever he wants to go. Right. He's going to have options, so he doesn't need to. Sign on the dotted line for anywhere. Correct. And he's been very yeah, I mean, adamant. He's been very adamant about taking his visits. It's important to him. He wants to, you know, 
weigh his options intelligently. So I don't think he's going to make a decision anytime soon. I mean, a final decision, right? He's he, he wants to take his visit. So if that's in January, he'll make his decision then, right? That's my opinion. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, I mean, except unless the money runs out, right? I mean, there's a decent chance people could just not have any more money. That's a real thing. I, I think coaches, I think the ones are going to have a good feeling that if they're in the sweepstakes for, for Richie, it feels like Arizona State, Ohio State, Penn State. I, I th- Let me ask you a question about this. I don't know this portion of the rule, Christian. Okay. okay. For the NCA. so let's say, let's just, just theoretically speaking, you're at your 9.9, right? With, with whoever, whoever you have already signed and whoever you have coming back for the following year, right? So right now we're in 2020, 2021. So for, for next fall, fall of 2021, I'm already at my 9.9. Can I guarantee you, Christian Piles, a scholarship, a full ride, which would put me at 10.9 next fall and figure out how to get rid of one, one scholarship before they actually got to step on campus? Or am I not allowed to do that? I don't think you're allowed to do that. So you can't promise more than you have and figure out how to get rid of them later. No. And, and I, honestly, I think they got more restrictive on how you can take kids aid away. Used to be able to come up with they have, some, that's for sure. They they used to be able to come up with some BS reasons and and kick them down a little bit, but you can't really do that anymore. Um, yeah, which is good. I mean, it's good for athletes. Yeah, you can't do it for for performance reasons. I'm pretty sure. Correct. Which is kind of crazy. Um, the whole the whole reason you're there is that you will hopefully perform, but at the same time, that's so nebulous and you know yes. they committed. So you 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 rolled the dice and. Gotta make them perform, huh? I, I are you sure about the? I mean, I'm very curious now. I don't know why I've never thought of that scenario, like where I would, you know, say this November with all my signees and coming back, I'd be at 11, and then in the next, you know, 12 months, I gotta figure out how to get rid of 1.1 of the scholarship. I'm pretty sure you you sign there the our four or five year agreements, right? So it's not correct, like, but I'm not. But if they, if they leave school, they're not getting a scholarship. Right, but I don't think you can promise aid that you don't have to give, in my opinion. I don't know. I've certainly have never been in this situation to make that decision, but yeah, I don't. I'm very I just, curious. I'm just thinking how the how it works. That's that's my opinion. I don't know. I'm sure there's coaches yeah. listening. Just text me and tell me what what the rule is. I mean, I'm sure that there's a rule on that, correct? Because obviously, if you didn't have For a rule sure. against it. I would think I would think it w- you would not be able to promise something you can't you know you where you put you over the limit because yeah then you would be incentivized to maybe do something to make a kid quit you know or do something to that effect um, yeah and that would obviously be a bad scenario and that would definitely happen in college wrestling as well oh yeah <laughs> that would that would happen so um, I think it's good that that rule probably exists that we just made up but we think it's real okay so well we were talking about. Figueroa, let's talk about his match against Drake Ayala. Give, give your overall okay. thoughts on that one, Ben. Um, after watching, I, I just feel like Figueroa is going to be a little too, I feel like he's a little more mature, a little more powerful. Uh, Ayala still looks kind of a lot younger to me. Um, great shots from the outside, but Figueroa doesn't really come out of position, doesn't give those opportunities. So, I, you know, I think he stops those outside shots. I think he scores from short short offense. I just think he's a little more powerful, a little better positioning. And that doesn't mean, you know, long-term he's going to be a better prospect. I'm not sure about that, but just for right now, 
Figueroa is better, in my opinion. I don't know. I watch I watch Figueroa, and I'm like, this is a kid that's going to explode once he gets to college. I feel like. What well, I mean, I'm. Do you think he's like a finished product right now, or? No, I'm not. I'm not saying that, and I, you know, I'm not making a judgment. I don't know. Him. I don't know. Him. I don't know his work ethic. I don't know how much he loves wrestling. I don't know any of those things. Just, but watching him, he's just like a little more. You know, like the, when you see some immature high school kids, and you're like, okay, well, you know, at some point when he gets 19 or 20, he's gonna put on some muscle and he's gonna be a little more powerful. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what I'm commenting on more okay. than anything. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think. I watch him and so much of his, not so much, a lot of his neutral offense is just really safe, throw by, slide by stuff. He doesn't have to attack the leg all that much. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. But the leg attacks he does have are, are really good. Um, his ankle pick's excellent. And I just think he's just going to get more diverse with his leg attacks. I think he's got, I really like his positioning and his speed. I think, but really, I think his most underrated position or maybe – He's so good on top that I don't think Ayala can go mm. under this guy. I think it would be unwise. For really, Jake. I don't think he should go under. I don't. I think he should. I think he should keep it neutral. I think Drake Ayala wow. wants to win with his pace and leg attacks, and to do that, you can't roll the dice go, going under this guy. I think he's that good. Yeah. You know what? I guess I, now that I'm thinking, I don't think I watched any Figueroa folk style match. I mean, I know I've seen him. Who's number one? But I think. I watched four matches, a bunch of more the Jordan Williams matches. I think mm-hmm. they were all freestyle though, so I didn't get to see his, too much of his top game. Watch some of it. He's he's tough on top. I mean, he rode Stevo really tough. Bracky, mm-hmm. um, didn't we were talking about this this morning? Yeah, he should not go under whatsoever. Uh, okay. Whether, whether he he can turn you, but I feel I don't know if he'll turn on y'all, but he'll at least I believe ride him out and just chew up clock. And that's not what you want if you're Ayala because you want to be up on your feet and pushing the pace. Um, they, also, Richie trying to become uh, the first wrestler in who's number one history to win three matches at the event. No one has ever done that. And some really good wow. guys have been in it three times, like uh, Dayton Fix. Uh, this is Alex Facundo's third time. Um, Who did Dayton lose? Oh, right? Suriano. Dayton lost to Suriano. What about some of the – even the guys that you had in the four man brackets, none of them have won three matches because you've done that. You guys have done the four man brackets. Uh, so a Men- times. Mendez will have a chance to get to three. Yeah, if he wins, I guess. Yeah, um, but he'll be three. But I don't one. think anyone else because Gro- uh, I think Seth Gross won the first four man, um, but yeah. I don't think he didn't wrestle in it multiple years. I thought Stroker won that. Maybe Stroker beat Gross in the finals. Hang on. I'm pretty sure Gr- Stroker won the four man, but I could be, I could be incorrect. You guys was, keep talking. It was only yeah, seven years ago. <laughs> I don't remember that far back. I, I, actually, when you guys said Seth Gross wrestled who's number one, I thought like, damn, it's been going on that long for real. Yeah, yeah. he's looking wow. that up right now. But then, I mean, there was a few other four mans. Like, didn't Chad Red wrestle the four man? Or my thing? Yeah, Chad. But that was no, he beat. Um, He beat beat Lamont, and then he beat Fletcher. And that's where Fletcher beat Yanni. Yes. If you recall. That was the only only time that Chad was in who's number one, though. Okay, got it. That was his only only chance. Stroker, Stroker won. He beat beat Seth Gross 4-3 and then Michael Kimmer (laughs) 3-1. Jeez. Wow. It's a solid day at the office for Freddie. Uh, Uh, 
<sighs> so funny. Damn, re- college recruiting is really hard also. <laughs> you got a guy to beat. Why? Be- you recruit Stoker? Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, those guys were just, you know, he won here. He was good. He was yeah. peers. He was right there with, with Chenzo, and he beats Kemmerer. He beat Kemmerer multiple times, I think. He beat yeah. Kemmerer at Fargo, I know, after his senior year. Um, it's just, yes. and, you know, just, it just didn't work out. I like Freddie a lot, but I thought he was going to have a really good college career, at least on par or, or comparable to, and, you know, Kimmer could have been a national champ last year, might be a national champ this year. Seth Gross did win NCAAs. Yes. Chinzo won twice. It's, you know, you don't know where the yep. one guy's not going to pan out. And there's various reasons why it, why it doesn't work out, but I thought that dude had the skills to be really good. Division one. I thought he was super good on his feet. Uh, okay, so I, I like I like Drake Ayala a ton as a prospect. Mm-hmm. I think he's I think he's super good. I love how hard he wrestles. I like his he's got really good reattacks. His post left side is is really nice. I think he's gonna be good. I wonder if size could be an advantage here for Drake because um, it it's kind be. of a it's a catch really catch weight. It's, yeah. He's a, he's a little bigger than than Figueroa, I believe. He's been wrestling up a little more, so. Mm-hmm. Well, so this is at one twenty, or what weight is this at? They're weighing in at one twenty five. So we got plus two kilograms, just like USA wrestling. Yeah, then we inspired their okay. their bump, the plus two. Okay. It well, so okay. they Drake just got a little too big this summer, and then was like, I'm not I'm not gonna be able to make it. Um, but we really liked the matchup, thought it was awesome, and Richie was willing to willing to do it. And uh that's interesting. Yeah. He um you know, a few years ago, remember Jacob Decatur? Yes. Uh missed weight yes. at who's number one. Um, oh, I don't remember that. That happened? Yeah. He missed weight. Um wow. and you know, Willie kinda of gave Richie the option. He's like, What do you want to do here? And he's like, I wanna wrestle. Um and it wasn't wow. Wasn't a great match, um, but Richie still got it done. So, he, this oh. this means a lot to him. Um, you know, talking to him, who's number one last year, and and working on this match with him, it means a lot to him. Yeah, that's yeah. uh, well, yeah. So I guess I all then even if he were to win, you guys would rank him at one twenty six then, or is that how you do I it? I mean, that's where he's gonna wrestle the season at. Yeah, that would make the most sense. From what I understand, yeah. Got it. Dope match. I'm excited for it. And then the, what was the third one um, you mentioned, Ben? Uh, Jordan Williams. Williams. Oh, yeah. Give, give me your thoughts on this one. I'm excited uh, for this one as well. Well, okay. So I would say I like Williams' attacks better. You know, he, he attacks the legs really well. Uh, Mendez has got some juice. He's freaking powerful. Mm-hmm. But he does some dumb stuff sometimes, which is that's typical of high school kids, right? I think I think he threw himself to his back multiple times while I was watching. I think he threw himself to his back against. Uh, you love it when Mark Schultz does it. Why is it a problem <laughs> when when Jesse Mendez does it? Well, I'm not saying it's a problem. I'm saying you know he's okay. listen. The guy's got the guy's got to take some risks and maybe great. He, throws, he threw himself to his back. Right? Maybe he launches Dom Serrano, but then the second time he got put on his back by Dom Serrano. Right? So. You know he's he's gonna go for it. That that's what I think is for sure. Whether he's gonna be successful when he goes for it or not is kind of up in the air. But he's definitely got some really good power. 
Um, he's definitely going to go for it. He's got some really explosive stuff. Um, so I, I think it's going to be one of those things where Williams is going to be a smooth leg attacker, but uh, Mendez is going to go for it at some point in time in the match. Yeah, I mean, Williams, I, I think what st- sticks out, you like his leg attacks. I think his, his defense is his number one attribute. Jordan Williams is just so. Yeah, I think he's really tough to score on. I think he's he's super flexible. He can do splits and and uh, all kinds of tricky defensive stuff when you're on his legs. Um, he's really good uh, elbow control too. Yeah, he got elbow control ducks. He'll like duck from an overhook. He's really nice there. Um, oh, he he's really good at. And this is an area I think could give him give Mendez problems. As Mendez likes to finish out the back door. Williams is really good at um, trapping that arm. You know when a guy goes, mm-hmm. yep. he drapes. So I think that could be that could be problematic as as well for him. I I think I lean Williams here. Also, yeah. that's just winning quality he has. They both have it, but his ability to win matches late is 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 really impressive to me. Iceman, Iceman. I mean, he's done it. Well, he did it three times at Fargo. He's done it. I saw Super, the, 32, Super 32, the one sure. year. It was like three matches in a row. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe it was Super 32, not farther. I can't recall. But he just he just wins matches late. I, I love them both as prospects. I think they're both fantastic. Um, I just think Williams probably has a few more ways to win. I don't know how the mat is going to factor in here, really. And my, yeah. my thought is probably not much at all. I haven't seen you know, a lot of the matches these guys – there's not a lot of places where, where obviously in season stuff, but again, I don't follow that all that much. Out of season, obviously, the best guys are matching up way more frequently in freestyle. So when I'm watching these matches, most of them are in freestyle. Um, so yeah, I also have no idea how the match going to factor in. Yeah, um, I know uh, Hector Mendez, uh, Jesse's dad, tweeted that they uh, wrestled twice in 2015 and split. So this will kind of be the rubber match. Where uh, at? Jeez, Classic five years well, down 2015, the line. 2015, they they were probably. I don't know like, where it was at. It's not on our Tulsa. site. Yeah, it's not on our site, so I don't know. So they, are they juniors in high school right now? So they would have been what's that seventh grade five years ago? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I guess depending on when, when in the year, it could be sixth or seventh grade depending on when in the year it happened. Correct. So yeah, 2015. That's a that's a, a while ago. It's almost surprising. Two active guys don't don't hit. Although Williams just very recently had a growth spurt. He's been competing. Yeah. He was at like 13 last year, 13 or 20. And I feel like Mendez was close to the same weight for the last three years, hasn't he been? I feel like he's been in that 32, 38 kind of range. Yeah. So going to be an exciting one. Uh, And then the winner will get Vandeveer, who Mendez split with, beating him at Flow Nats and losing at Super 32, if I'm I'm remembering correctly, which kind of set the pecking order there. And then hopefully someday in the future, not anytime soon, the winner of the 138 uh, three-man group here will, will face Shane Van Ness. But obviously Shane dealing with the injury, so it'll be a, a long time before he would be able to, to do so. Uh, I don't think we talked about either the Crookham Buzakis match. Oh, yeah. Because that happened, I think, Friday as well. Crookham um, got a little banged up, so that match off the card, and hopefully we'll be able oh, yeah. to get that one little bit down the line later too because those two are it's always awesome when those two wrestle yeah so hopefully we can do that um we're, we're gonna be announcing some some more matches we're gonna be putting on that you're gonna find very very exciting 
Uh, you so, are? Oh, yeah. You haven't told me. I'll tell you after the show. Ooh, <laughs> this will be yeah, one of those things. I can, yeah, but you can't tell nobody. I hey, listen. I've been I've been good. I haven't told anyone anything. I I have a steel trap. Yeah, you just right here. like steel you said. Trap. You just have to tell you up front. Don't tell yeah. anyone this, and you won't. If you when tell if you don't are, tell me, don't tell anyone. I'm telling everybody. Right. When are we going to tell people the plan for announcing this? Uh oh, the plan for announcing what? Plan Kyle? For the pre-plan? The pre-plan. Well, Friday. Friday. Okay. Friday's a pre-plan. Well, we'll Friday see. I'll be in Austin. Okay. Well, well, but everybody else, keep your eyes peeled on Friday. To the internet. A or typical awesome freaking who's Friday one. News, news drop. It's gonna about. be it's gonna be popping. We're gonna have a busy Friday. It's not gonna be a news dump. Friday you got uh who's number one press conference. The guys will be getting their gear, they'll be weighing in, all that fun stuff. So you see a lot of cool behind the scenes stuff. And then uh you get the pre plan. It's a great week here at Flow Sports, man. We've got like the, the, the two plan. Yeah, pre it's not really a pre plan. It's just a little little tease. Little tease plan. Get get the people excited. People are going to be surprised. People are going to be surprised. That's what's going to be the best part of all. Okay. All right. I'm in. Okay. Um, all right. You want to go to questions? Um, yeah, I think we could probably go to questions. Why don't I, uh, you do this, Ben? Before, before tomorrow, let's have three more matches you want to talk about in depth. Oh, uh, who's number one? Yeah, who's number one? And then we'll t- oh, we'll- man. Give me, you're going to be homework, Christian? Well, it's, it's homework. It's dual homework. It's homework for both of us. I, I may have already right. done the homework, but it'll, it'll be work all the same. Um, so here, here's the options. Kylie Welker versus Skylar Hattendorf, Lenny Pinto, Rylan Rogers, Jordan Titus, Dean Peterson, Victor Voinovich, Jagger Condomini, Gante Hamilton, Chase Horn, Kyle Haas, Nick Feldman, Cody Chatham, Wyatt Henson, Shoemate Picklow, Sage Mortimer, Mia Palumbo, Gallagher, Mastro, Van Devere versus Williams or Mendez. We won't talk about any of those stick out? Oh, uh, well, I just watched Vanderbeer a whole bunch. So I, I'm curious. Uh, I'm definitely curious to watch him wrestle against the other two. That, that's yes. for sure. Because I just watched him wrestle. I think we wrestled Izzy between my t- multiple teams. We wrestled Izzy three times. So I got to watch him a whole bunch last weekend. Um, so I definitely um, would like to talk about that one. Can we do Chittum Henson? I cannot wait for that one. Sure. We'll do that okay. one for sure. And then I'll, we'll figure out one more to watch. Okay, cool. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Um, all right, exciting stuff. Let's get to some questions. Thank you, friends. A lot of food-related questions. I'm not sure why hmm. we all love food here, but I don't know why it came up a lot. Um, someone asked CJ Kemp, will I interview Eric Hinckley at Senior Nationals? Is he still Spay's electrician? I don't think he was ever Spay's electrician. That was a Tony Rotundo joke, I do believe. You don't get to talk to him. I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to talk to Eric Hinkley. No, you can't not. stop me. No, this you're is, done. You're out of here. This is a free country. I you're can talk hater. to Eric, and I think I would like to think Eric would like to talk to me. I'm not yeah, a hater. I think you should, should do that. I'm happy to talk to him. I'll even interview him. I don't care. It would be, a, it would be an honor. Um, so, yes, I will. Pops Redfoot. Preference for milkshakes. So thick you need a spoon or actually drinkable? Ben, you love ice cream. I don't really, you know what? I love ice cream. I don't really love milkshakes. I don't know. Wow. You know, I like, uh, I like, 
I like it when there's something in it, you know, like, you know, cookies and cream or, you know, there's this one ice cream place here that's got like, you know, nuts and some chocolate chunks and stuff like that. I like that kind of stuff. So you know, if I'm eating my ice cream, I want something in it. I don't want just like a straight milkshake. We got to go back to that. Where was that place we went? I don't Ooh, That place was good. Was so good. Um, I don't recall. I kind of remember where it was. And then there's, uh, you know, the uh, Ben and Jerry's. They got some good stuff in theirs. Yeah, yeah, I don't like milkshakes. You like I milkshakes? love milkshakes. I love milkshakes. I also love regular okay. ice cream. And <laughs> the thick, I'd never understood the ridiculously thick milkshake that you have to eat with a spoon because that's ice cream. And yeah. I'll just get ice cream if I want that. <laughs> I ordered a drink. I want to drink it through a straw. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want it, you know, obviously we, we all have limits. I don't want this thing that thin. But um, yeah. a, mil- a regular milkshake that I can reasonably Get from a straw. That's that's all I ask. If I want something thick, I'll just order ice cream, and I'll do both. I don't care. But uh, don't put me in, don't don't make me cha- have that kind of a challenge. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, every year, FRL identifies underperforming programs in need of a coaching change. Example: Maryland under McCoy. Which relatively new coaches are doing a good job? Michigan St- State seems to be trending up. Well, I would yeah. agree with that. I think Indiana's headed in the right direction, personally. Agreed. Is Purdue new enough that we can mention them, or is that has it been too long? Purdue's so cliche. We've been out in front of – I feel like Purdue we've been talking about since, like, 2014. Um, but, well, yes, no, definitely he's a, Purdue. How long has Ursula been there? Not He hasn't been there six years, has he? He got there in the 14-15 was his first year. Really? Oh, wow. I may have just made that up on the spot, but I think it's true. Okay. Um, wow, it doesn't feel like that long. I would have guessed three or four years. Is he what was I hired guess. May 23rd, 2014. 2014. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. He's been there a little bit. Um, yeah, okay, definitely man, good. I know they ha- he has not wrestled. His team has not wrestled one match, but just look at what happened when Colat went to Navy. Just their recruiting exploded. Right. <laughs> so why you gotta wait, Christian? He hasn't wrestled a match. No, I'm not waiting. I'm getting. You listen, gotta wait. You gotta wait. I'm getting out in front of it. I'm getting out in front of it. You can wait. Wait all you want. I'm not going oh to. Oh my god. Army does a um, great job too, but they've been doing good. Yes. He's been there for a while too. EJ, you're uh, lying. Thicker is not the better for for milkshakes. EJ. EJ wants it so hard that you gotta like. You know, I mean, I did used to drink milkshakes earlier when you like it's so thick that you. Like, and you can't freaking get it out of the straw because it's so thick. Like yeah. dude, they, your, your neck gets all sore. Come on, bro. You don't yeah. want that. He made the Olympics, and he gets sore at attempting these milkshakes. Stop being a hardo, EJ Newton. Just kidding. Thanks for listening. Um, uh, you know, I think uh, I think uh, South Dakota State, I was really impressed. Damien Hunt, they had a terrible first year, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and oh. then he, he really turned it around in year two. I mean, uh, I was kind of impressed by the turnaround. He's going to be good. Um, they're they're on their way. What other teams? Oh, I mean, Coach Flynn at uh, West Virginia thought he, you know, they speaking. I think they had like a really terrible first year. Terrible first year. Oh my gosh! But I mean, at the same time, you kind of expect stuff like that. But I think they're on their way, and just just having someone as good as Noah Adams come and I mean, undefeated. The, he went nineteen and fifteen to thirty two and zero. Yeah. Um. And he didn't. 
Now, could this be just changed. be the Cody Walter, Walters effect? We don't know for sure. <laughs> could just be all Cody. <laughs> Uh, Cody helps. I'm telling because they yeah, they're, they're working out every single day. Um, but yeah, they they signed um, three top 100 guys in the class of 2020. They have three top 100 guys committed in the class of 2021. So they're they're getting the thing going in the right direction for sure. Lockhaven continues to do well. Um, yeah, I think I think we hit on quite a few. There's probably some as I answer more questions, more teams will pop in my head, and I will say them. So just know. Know that. Oh, I think Little Rock, Airsmen, they're a brand new program, but the first year they had, not that they were underperforming at any time because they mm-hmm. didn't exist, but they had a really good start. <laughs> yes, I agree with that one. He's doing good. I mean, if, I mean, we talk about bad first years, but it was very much to be expected. Uh, Maryland oh with gosh. Coach Clemson, but that had nothing to do with him. That was what he inherited. But then you terrible. look, he's still. He's still managed to find recruit uh, momentum on the recruiting trail with four top 100 guys in the class of 2021. Uh, it's just gonna boost that talent level in that room. Yeah. Um. And just if he keeps that up, they're gonna be the Michigan State's and the Purdue's that we're talking about right now, like trending in the right direction and having all multiple All American contenders. Yeah, that's one of those things. that's like um. You know, how do you create that momentum within the program when you are not good? You are not a good team, right? And obviously he has the, the fallback basically of, hey, it's my first year and this is kind of the guys I inherited. You can, you can start something new. But it's, it's tough. I mean, these kids have options, right? Um, so he must be a good recruiter. Must sure be. We'll come up, sure we'll come up with some more names. Okay. Although Maryland, there's a – Maryland's a really good school, and it's in the Big Ten, so it's not like it's a total. I will say this: when um, when Storniello got the Northwestern job, I was like, "How did they not open this up? They just left it to the guy that was there and remained." I think I've said this before, but I will say yeah. it again: he's done a really, really good job there. And you look, he's got to be a really good recruiter too. And you look at the; they've just had some tough breaks with guys leaving and not committing and not mm-hmm. following through, but. They've been in on the right guys many times, right? They've been in on Cassiope and Michich left, but um, there's other guys I'm not That's, that's what happens sometimes when you're uh, really good at maybe finding these guys who at first go under the radar. Yes. Uh, Beard. And then too. they kind of, uh, you know, some of these guys better. recruiting, yeah, explodes. Uh, they're late in their junior or even early in their senior year, and uh, you, you get you get scooped by the Blue well, look, look who took I Cassiope and Mike. I freaking Mr. Steal Your Girl. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Steal Your Verbal. Michael Beard. Uh, and, you know, so Tom Brands and Kale Sanderson are like, wait, we'll actually take that guy, Coach Storniello. And it, it just be like that sometimes. Um, but yeah, I think he's, he's done a really nice job. Someone, um, you know, someone mentioned Keith Gavin did... too. Yeah. yeah, like that was that was immediate, like immediately when he got there. Yeah. Well, so how many years has he been there? Because I thought Ursula was only three or four, and he was six. Keith, this is going to be Keith's third year. Correct? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Do you know what? what? Laughing, no. <laughs> when that summer, when all those uh, Oklahoma and Pitt were open, we had so many. This guy's gonna get named the pit head coach. Like we had like we had like four articles ready four to go. Four articles ready to go in. Santoro, Flynn, Flynn Bono. Bono. They were all like on the precipice and then it ended up being Coach Gavin. 
which which is awesome. Um, yeah, that's. <laughs> I re- I remember we heard that it was gonna be Gavin, and Christian's like, "Well, I got his number. I'll just call him," and like not expecting him to answer. Yeah, they <laughs> never then, answer. And then he answered, and Christian's like, "Are you getting the pin job?" And he's like, "Yeah," uh, and he was at Oklahoma, and he was like, "I'm getting ready to like talk to the team here," but it was just like, "Okay, yeah, it's happening." <laughs> All right. Wow. There you go. I actually don't remember that. Um, okay, last week's Metcalf Part 1 had me looking up old high school results, factoring in future accomplishments. Is there a more impressive pair of back-to-back wins than Mike Busilla at 2005 International? Semi-win over John Bones Jones, finals win over Jake Varner. That, that be- bracket was ridiculous, Christian. Was Max in that? Max was in there, Craig Brester. I, I mean... Dude, that bracket. I, can you guys pull that bracket up somehow right now? I, I mean, that bracket uh, is really, Patrick Bond. I don't know if you guys remember how good oh, he was. Oh, yeah, Virginia, baby. He was number one. I he think was he was number, number one, one seed. Yeah, I mean, that, that bracket was real. Ma- Max beat Johnny Bones Jones for third place. Lucilla beat Varner in the finals. That bracket was really good. I think Max lost to Varner in the semi on the one side. Uh, okay, that bracket think... was really, really good. All right, I got him. Hold up. Um... Oh, Metcalf beat Schlater there. Yes. Here we go. Jay Borschel. Got 189 up. What? It only goes to 171. What? Hold on. <laughs> Come on, this Hold is on. crap. Someone, someone send the link on the chat, something. Yeah. Uh, here's 189, but it doesn't have the completed bracket. The... We'll just read, read some of the names off there. All right, I, mean, I got Jake Varner. Um, what year is this? 2005 Max. Yeah, no one else. Corey Morrison, I remember him. Yeah, the, the names aren't really there. It's, it's not all of them. I don't know what happened. What do you mean? Man, I'll, you just have to look at this thing. I don't know what to tell you. I'll, I'll send you the bracket. You make sense of it. Huh. Funky one. He still needs to send us a screenshot of his bracket. <laughs> yeah, please do. Um, all right. Well, loaded bracket. I want to find it too. Not now. I want to find it. I'm curious that it's NHSCA, correct? Yes, Senior Nationals, 2005. Heck, where do we find this? I texted you a portion of the bracket, but it's not all there. Okay, hold on. Intermat's got an article about it. Let's see. Okay, so 145 was really good. Uh, yeah, Mike Priscilla, Jake Varner, Louis Caputo. I don't remember him. He oh, was yeah, really Harvard. good. Um, Trevor Perry was good. Uh, Levi, I, Levi Wolford was all right. Taylor Moore was really good, but he he didn't really pan out in college. He was at Cornell, started for a while. Um, man, I know. See, they don't even have Craig Brester listed. I'm almost 100 percent sure Craig Brester was in the bracket somewhere also. He was really good. But I thought I thought the thing with Craig was he was like super under the radar recruit. But if he was like that legit, yeah. then. Well, no, I'm saying he. I don't believe he placed or anything, but that he, you know, he was in the bracket, and obviously he would go on to have a lot of success. Yeah. Later. How about this? In 2005, Parksburg High School had two champions: Brandon Raider, Brandon Raider, and Chance Linton. Pretty sure he beat uh, Chance beat one of the Iowa guys, maybe Keddy in the hmm. finals. Oh, so he's big, about right? Yeah. Dang. Okie doke, man. Um, hey, listen, I I meant, I sent you guys a picture of this, and I meant to bring this up. Henry Cejudo posted uh, a picture last night and then deleted it, but 
Stevan Michik was in the picture. How do you guys he feel about that? He deleted it. That's what somebody. Yeah, I can't find it anymore. Well, it's a. It was an Instagram story. They they That's go what away. It was. After, yeah, they go away after twenty four <laughs> hours. I'm like, I don't use. Listen, I only love Twitter. That's the only thing I yeah. love. I don't really know anything about anything else. I'm explaining the internet to Ben Askren. <laughs> I don't use Instagram. What do you want? I only use Twitter. I love Twitter, and that's I it. only use Twitter and the blockchain. That's it. Those are the only technologies. Man, I'm forced funny. to use Instagram because I have a large following, but I don't like to use it. Oh, poor Ben. Listen, uh, Instagram people are the dumbest. You try to read the comments on there, your IQ goes down like 10 points immediately. I think Twitter's worse now. No. Um, yeah, right. Take it back. Sorry. <laughs> um, tw- Twitter is much uh, angrier. I'll say that it's angrier. Instagram's less mature, but it's more like you can dismiss it as stupid. Twitter is like angst and angry people with with real issues, deep seated problems. Um, yeah, it's my current read, true. anyways. Uh, all um, right. What do you make of that? You make anything of it? Just visiting or what? No, I think he's training there. I don't know. I don't think he's like left Michigan. I don't know what the deal is, but yeah, I think he's been there wrestling. I don't know what the connection is exactly. I know that when, when Stevan was, was considering transferring from Northwestern, he looked at, he looked at Arizona state, obviously it's very different uh, now. Mark Perry's there, but I don't know what, what to make of it other than I, I think he'll be back at Michigan when the time's right. I think he's probably just training okay. somewhere else for a little bit. My thought, I don't right. know. He can't transfer again though. I don't think not. Well, unless he's a, what if he's a graduate? Oh yeah, he he's should gotta be a graduate. Gotta be a graduate. Like nine years. <laughs> gotta be a graduate. He's got to. Just got to. Okie doke. Uh, all right. Next question. Before we get the heck out of here, are we, Kyle kind of already alluded to this, but Jesse Mendez already has two matches. Who's number one? He wrestles through Van Ness. They'll put him at five matches with another possible match next year. Will get the unbreakable record for most matches at who's number one? I think you would have the most having wrestled the four-man. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Um, really, there's almost like two separate categories. If, you enter, if you're in brackets, it's just different than yeah. if you're like Richie Figueroa. Yeah. There's no opportunity for that. But, yeah, he, he will have that option. And I would dare say he'll be in the top two next year just based on how his career has gone, the fact that he's been there as a sophomore. Which yeah. other recently retired guys would you have liked to seen to have seen in the eight man bracket? And this guy tagged Herbert, Ed Ruth, Chris Perry. Herbert would not give up trick or treating. He said, "So we just need to have it <laughs> not on Halloween," which is a very Jake Herbert just, answer. We could just you know have like three hotel rooms in a row have candy. He'd knock, you know, we'd we'd get his he get his trick or treating in, and then he could go wrestle after that. Um, yes. So yeah, that could happen. Ed Ruth. I don't know how much he's been wrestling. It's, so, like, you know, Gabe Dean and Keith Gavin, they're in a college wrestling room every single day. or yeah. you know, And I, I'm sure they're not scrapping every day, and I'm sure they're not scrapping like if, as if they were competitive, but they're still there. Ed Ruth, I, you know, I don't know. I don't think he's been in a college wrestling room very frequently, so that one doesn't excite me nearly as much. Yeah, and I think we saw with Ed, just from when he went from Penn State to Arizona State, there was a drop-off there, and he was a little – less yeah. focused now he's way less focused i i think he could come in and he would beat he would beat the sammy brooks and nate jackson's and the um right now you know, as is 
I think he'd beat. I think yes. I think he'd beat Sammy, Nate. I think he'd beat Taylor Lujan and Drew Foster. But I don't. I think it's the uh, Miles Martin, know. Gabe Dean, Keith Gavin uh, that maybe a, a different. I mean, shoot, Gabe Dean beat him literally uh, in college when he was at the height of his powers, and then almost he had a pretty close match with him at NCAs as well. So yes, yeah. him being and also Ed is like small now. He's that's, at one seventy. So. Not but, that he was a guy that okay. won on horsepower, but he that would not help. Yeah. So if if Ed hasn't been training, and I don't really feel like he's been training, I think he would struggle to beat any of these dudes. I mean, really? now if you tell me he's if you tell me he's been wrestling three days a week, right? Something. If you tell me he's been wrestling, you know, a little bit, I, my opinion would change. If you tell me he hasn't really been wrestling at all against anyone good, I think he's going to struggle. Yeah, I mean, if it's been years since he's really been like in there with competitive guys, yeah, I, I think he would. I think I, I one, I, I get why you would reach that conclusion. Two, man, I watched Darion Caldwell kind of give Luke Pletcher a match in his first match in how many years was it? Since like 2012 or something yeah. crazy. Uh-huh. So I don't know. I, I kind of. I, Darian, but was I guess Darian wasn't training at all either, was it? At all. I mean, no more than Ed is. I mean, he's not doing. He's doing, you know, yeah. wrestling practice the way an MMA guy has wrestling practice. Yeah. I just think guys like that, they just kind of have it forever a little bit, and they will never be. Yeah. And it is not the height of their powers, but they're going to just be on a level. I think, as long as they're in their, their athletic prime, and even though sure. Ed was a really timing based wrestler like the timing of the shots was yes. just ridiculous and you were one of the people that said that was when that went away that was really tough to get yes. back and a huge disadvantage but i i still feel he'll it's just how good he was i don't think he drops below all of those guys okay but i'm a big ed ruth I, guy I, I got, you got me wanting to see it because yeah, I mean, yeah. Ed, ed ruth at the height of his powers was i mean ed ruth at the height of his powers I pick him and, um, you know, him and Gavin or him and Gabe, uh, you know, as the top two. But, yeah, I guess I'm now I'm curious to see how much he's dropped off. Yes. And, you know, this is a guy, he made a world team right out of college. He he was really, he was, could have been a real freestyle star um, if, yeah. he had, if he had stuck with it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hey. 939, deep in the heart, Texas bracket. Do you have anything else for us? Uh, Kozak found uh, the 2005 NHSA brackets. He, oh, really? He Gosh. tweeted them to the us. Chat? He tweeted them to us. He tweeted. He put it in his Instagram story. So you have 24 he ta- hours. He tagged do. us? I'm sure he probably did. Yeah, you got that. Instagram stories work? Okay. Uh, <laughs> damn it. But, okay. Oh, I found it. Nice. All right, let's let's close with that. Good job by him. Well, hold on, I'm gonna leave this damn bracket. And talk That's about what him. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Let's pull oh, it okay, up before okay. we go. Also, it was Phil Keddy that Chancellor beat. Phil Keddy. Is that Brent Jones? Yeah. No, he was. And really these good. brackets are big. All right, because this would be you know I'll be able to remember some of these guys who didn't turn. Yeah, Taylor, Taylor Moore was really good. Didn't really turn out in high uh, in college, but in high school he was really good. Uh, let's see who else we got in here. Oh, Hudson Taylor. That's a big one oh, that we got. Max Speed. Max beat him in the quarters. Obviously, he had a really good college career. Really tough Four time. Guy. Yep. Uh, okay, so Lewis Caputo was good. Jake Crampard wrestled at Arizona State. He was really tough. He he lost to Caputo first round, 7-6. 
Um, then you got John Jones in there. John Jones made the semis and lost to Mike Pasillo. Who else? You got Patrick Bond. Patrick Bond lost to John Jones. What's that? Second round? Round yes, of 16 he... or whatever. Wow. Yes. That was this, good. This uh, is a fire bracket. My gracious. So I, I lied. I guess Craig Brester was not in this bracket. Then you got Pasillo on the uh, he's the bottom and he he makes uh he beat Trevor Ward. I'm sorry, Mike Ward in the round of 16 and beat John Jones 4-3 in the semi. Brester DMP'd at 71. Oh, okay, so he's the weight class below. Yes. I want to say Max beat Bond on the backside. No, he didn't. Where did Bond – where did Bo- – Bond didn't place in this bracket? No, he was, he was probably the number one guy coming into this tournament too. Yes. Who, who the hell is Sorensen that he lost to? I don't know this dude. It's not Andrew Sorensen, wow. is it? I have no idea. Uh, that was from Wyoming, South Dakota. I, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That that was that was a really good bracket right there. Wow. Holy smokes. Trip down memory lane. Thank you, John Kozak. Thank you, Ben, for um, stoking those memories. We'll be back tomorrow. That's Wednesday. We're gonna talk more about who's number one. Other news is probably gonna happen. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan. It's coming back. Coming back in full force. It's a great time to be a Lehigh wrestling fan. It's a great day. <laughs> That's Andrew Spay's dad posts on the forums, and instead of like that, you can have like a forum signature. He just types the words. It's a great day to be a Lehigh wrestling fan. At the end of all of them, uh, which I think is awesome. So, anyways, for all the Lehigh wrestling fans that are out there, and Kyle even if Steve you're not, Spay. you can still have a great day. Have a great day. Happy Tuesday. Mm. See you tomorrow. Goodbye.